What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we are coming at you each and every week with a fresh sermon to debrief and new talking points to discuss in an effort to send biblical truth into your week by fellowshipping together. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm Caleb Pearson. To my far right this time, Ashton Berzio. Ashton, how you doing? What's up, man? And joining us today, Senior Pastor Mark Carey. Mark, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Are you Good excited to be, you. to be here in the podcast booth? You know, I got thinking here, um, you guys got to behave. <laughs> because I knew both of you when you were in diapers. That's true. No, I know. Most, I know. And most of the time they were dirty. Yeah. I'm, I'm more nervous this week than I was last week. Which is good. It's humbling. Yeah. It's humbling that okay. you're here. I, I noticed you have your I voted sticker already on. Yeah. We, we, we haven't voted yet. So. Yep. Election yeah. Day is here. We're, we are excited for that. Um, so much has happened in the last week, Mark, and so I, I want to be able to kind of debrief a little bit of what's been going on. And so normally we'll invite a teaching pastor on and, and go through a little bit of a sermon outline and debrief that some more, maybe find ways to expand on it or, or apply it to the congregational life. But this past week, I mean, you almost took a, a role of facilitating some things on stage um, and yeah, so it, was, I, it was a different. It was a different week, right? Uh, with the right. missions, uh, global missions week. Yeah, a yeah. fun week. Yeah. Oh no, it was absolutely fun. So I have I have a couple questions to kind of break down uh, the, the the service for the weekend. But first, I almost wanted for for all three of us to kind of recap Global Church Week as yeah. a whole. I ha- I haven't talked to either of you personally since so many different things happened in the church. So, um, you know how how did we all get to participate in that? What what were some of the things uh, you got to see, Ash? And I'll, I'll come your way. Yeah, I'm just always really thankful to to see people. I mean, there's just some some of the guys and, and ladies that I've known for the last seven years and been able to go and see them in their in their homes and to have them come. It's just a really nice. They're like old friends to come and catch up. Um, yeah, and it's hard to see them leave. Um, Right. You know, came to the baptism service on, on Sunday night and yeah. a lot of them were, were there and um, just a nice time of saying goodbye and, mm. you know. Um, yeah, it, you se- know. <laughs> it seemed like we just said hello. Right, yeah. And then we're saying it's goodbye. It's very short. One of, the, right. uh, one of the gals in our church, whose name I won't, <clears throat> won't mention, she was in tears yeah. because it, it's just not, a, 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 you don't build a relationship in a week. We're talking about, right. like you were saying, years. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of our core values of our, of our global missions ministry is enduring right. relationships. And mm. when you build those enduring relationships, when you just say hello and then you quickly say goodbye, yeah. mm. I mean, she was in tears because it was just like, <laughs> this This just wasn't long <clears throat> enough. <clears throat> well, even longer than seven years. Like I've known Cedric for right. the 20, he, like he knew us when we were little too. I don't know if, yeah, but yeah. you know, there's even guys like that that have known us for for that long. Yeah. It's just a really Well, and we had so many things built into the schedule. You know, there were there was an opportunity downstairs. And I was almost going to ask you this question mark of what was the engagement and reception like for the the daytime Romans content downstairs? I mean, every day we were live streaming and had people kind of going through content with with the missionaries. Was was there opportunity for them to discuss with each other? Was it more lecture style? What was that like? Well, it it was designed probably to be more lecture style. We had uh probably 50, okay. 60, no, probably 60 or so people. So it's hard to, <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to um, get that mm-hmm. kind of uh, close knit, small interaction. However, uh, people do enjoy talking. And <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so it was fun to throw out questions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and again, because of the relationships, yeah. for the most part, that are forged, there's a certain amount of comfortableness. Mm-hmm. And, um, all it takes is one or two people to uh, make a comment or raise a question. All of a sudden, um, right. it it 
it uh, it it doesn't get out of hand, but it's just that there's right. lively discussion going on. Yeah, no, I appreciate listening to that. Some of the kind of back and forth. That's and, right. It was on Facebook. Well, it, yeah. and I was able to catch the live stream. And what was cool was if I started watching right away, I had no clue what chapter you were on, what verse you were on, but I could mm. instantly see the body of Christ. It's funny, I wasn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> I could instantly see people fellowshipping together and asking questions over biblical truth. And so it's literally a, a video on my screen of what that body's supposed to do. Right, and it was a little unnerving knowing, I, I forgot the first session that this was live stream. Right. So, you know, you're becoming personal, you're interacting <laughs> with these these folks that are in front of you, and, you're get, and then you're realizing, good night, this is being live streamed. <laughs> I don't know if I want some of this stuff shared. Yeah. Just, you know, stick to the text and we were fine. Uh, and yeah. we had some, but but that's the thing. It, it's not just going through the material. Don Denhartuck said something once uh, in a sermon a number of years ago. It's not so much going, um, getting through the material. It's making sure the material is getting through you. Mm. The word is getting through you. And that takes time to wrestle with and uh, stop. And, and uh, what does this mean? And how does this, uh, uh, how does this work out in our life? And I thought we had some really honest, um, open discussions about mm. uh, about Romans six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought that's it was good. A, a good time. That's yeah, good. I mean, if you're if you're interested in, in looking at that and you missed it, that's on our Facebook page. It's under a, our video playlist of those those group study sessions. So there's a bunch of content there. Did All you, the live streams you, stay right. They, yeah, they're, they're yeah, accessible once they're done. And yeah. did you bleep anything out? I just wanted <laughs> bleep that. Haven't done that yet. No, it's all yeah, right. It's all there. We had to oh, edit okay. so much, but uh, yeah. And the majority of my exposure with everybody was uh, the sportsplex night Tuesday night, where we got to just hang out and fellowship, and then the family night as well. You know, the different mm-hmm. countries kind of spread around the church. Were you able to kind of be off the clock and, and fellowship with the missionaries as well outside of? Teaching content, or what? What was that like for you? Yeah, it, it, I, I found it a little harder because I I did um, I think ten sessions during the okay. week in teaching, and plus the the preaching on the both weekends. Mm. Um, uh, I th- that was something that kind of stirred in me. I just felt like I didn't have enough time. Well, mm. Furthermore, we had over forty people here, right? Right. So right. it was hard to connect with uh, individually like that. And I found at the end of the week, as I think a lot of people did, we, we just needed more time. Years ago, we used to go down to Massanetta Springs mm-hmm. to that retreat center. Now, we did that for a, for the whole week. And right. so the, the FBC family missed, did, out. missed yeah, out. And right. so mm. we, we shifted that. I'm almost thinking, and we talked about this, about how we can kind of do both. Because yeah. I, I missed hearing stories and, right. and sitting and talking. I was able to some during lunchtimes, hallway conversations. Sure. But even, you know, sports block, I didn't go to the sports block tonight. Right. I was exhausted. Yeah. Mm. Family night, we were running here and there and it was just, yeah. you know, it was, it was right. difficult. Mm. Um, well, I felt the same way. I mean, I, my, both of my kids were sick all week. Right. You know, right. just Saturday morning, they mm. were done. And then yeah. all week we were yeah. exhausted and taking care of them. So I, mm. I didn't feel like I got very much time with those guys or, or mm. ladies either. So. I do think that um, many of, of you at FBC did mm-hmm. because of the community group night. I right. heard some mm-hmm. great uh, conversations. Yeah. Again, they were kind of one and dones um, with the people there. But uh, mm. um, my impression coming away was um, the, the the international guests, our, our partners, uh, uh, were deeply appreciative. Mm. Um, mm. Even though it was a busy week, it was it, it was refreshing for them, mm-hmm. and uh, they um, truly appreciated it. Um, they felt love. I had one of the of the wives um, 
the ladies come up to me um, Sunday night at the baptism service, and she said, uh, you have the most friendly church. Mm-hmm. She said, every time, every day I was here, mm-hmm. people were so kind, so friendly, and so warm. She said, we felt so welcomed and so loved, uh, mm-hmm. loved on. And so thanks, uh, shout out to FBC people, because... That communicates so um, hugely to, mm, to yeah. in these lives of people. They're out there in some faraway land, out in some uh, um, very difficult mission environment, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's that can become a, a little bit of a, of a of a foothold for the evil one to come and say you're not appreciated. Sure, you're, what you're doing is not valuable. You're not a part of something bigger. You're than, not a part of yeah. something bigger. Yeah. Mm. And to be here and then see friends from around the world that you saw two years ago or whatever, and then the FBC, it was very encouraging and very mm. refreshing for them. Um, so, hey, job well done yeah. to, mm. uh, to the missions team and the planning team and, uh, and just FBC in general because mm. it was, I think, a well, time. And I was talking with Ashton last week about how so many other churches can establish a culture with their missionaries where they give them five to ten minutes one Sunday to fundraise or say, here's what we've been doing, and then that's it. We've been able to kind of, you know, use these last two services to devote to Global Church Week and the missions. And so I I almost want to dive into kind of a Sunday in review now um, today because a lot went on as as Global Church Week ended and we had time to hear from these different missionaries. So I wanted to ask you, Mark, like, what was the process like for for executing a a weekend service with various pastors and speakers? Like how how and when was it determined that, that we would focus on Equa TV uh, and hear from who we heard from. Like, was there a discernment or discussion yeah. about, okay, well, I, if we have 40 missionaries here, who do we hear from? Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't know. They just prop me up and say, speak here. <laughs> <laughs> Flap yeah. your gums at this point. Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. Um, Scott and Jim and, mm-hmm. and the missions team with Mark Francis and all, all those guys plan that. Um, I, I know with the Equa TV, and if you were here um, last Sunday, um, uh, Tony Nakali and, mm-hmm. and, and Joshua Yakubu got up. Um, Scott and Jim had been to Nigeria to Josh. Mm-hmm. They had, mm-hmm. had been asked to do some lessons on this Equa TV that okay. had just got started about a year and a half ago with uh, Equa um, Evangelical Church winning all a large. It's kind of like a denomination, a large uh, uh, organization, um, um, indigenous national organization mm-hmm. in in Africa. So they did that. They came away and, and kind of challenged Joshua Yakubu, hey, you ought to do these lessons on a regular basis. That opened the mm-hmm. door. Uh, and that was just not that many months ago that that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They contacted Jim and, and, and Scott and said, hey, we'd like to give a report. So that's how that came about. So mm-hmm. it was like, hey, Tony Nakali, he's never been here before. He's the mm-hmm. general manager of Equitv. So he came, and um, that's how that all came down. Because that that is something new, something. Right. I, I think we wanted to inform yeah. the FBC congregation. Here, here's some yeah. here's some new things that are happening that we can mm. celebrate together, yeah. but also be informed of. And once you are aware that there are potentially twenty three to twenty four million people around the continent of Africa wow. and in wow. Europe who are yeah. listening to these things, hey, folks, it's an opportunity for us to pray. Mm. So let's get informed of some of the, these new things. Same thing with the Esplans, uh, Daniel and Corinne mm-hmm. the, from the Flagstaff. Yep. Uh, again, that's something. It's, it's new. We don't know where that's all going, the, the Native American. Um, mm. 
But I know Scott, the burden for Scott McManigal was, we need to at least begin informing the FBC right. congregation. We need to be praying about this because here's 573 um, right. a tribal registered tribal groups right here in the United States that are basically unreached. Five percent. Right. It's incredible. And, it's, it's, and, and, and right. so uh, we don't know where it's going, but we thought we should expose the FBC congregation and Daniel and Corinne, even though it was just a short time. Right. I thought they did a great job to begin to lay out the need. So right. that's how some of that came oh, out. Oh, it was powerful. It was powerful. And so here on Sermon Spotlight, we kind of just talk about what stood out to us during the service. And so I, I almost feel like you can you can be along with us in that question because you were standing there listening yeah. to these people. And so one thing for me was, well, it was a couple of things. One was just the fight against legalism that Joshua was talking about a little bit in, in the way they deliver the content. And, you know, if people are on board with this whole Jesus idea how do we break down that works performance mindset and embrace the grace? And then a second thing that I loved was just hearing their story in Flagstaff and how she avoided the word testimony and used hope story mm-hmm. to, to navigate the culture and the waters of what they're allowed to and not allowed to say to find a way for Jesus to, to shine. I thought that was good. I mean, did, did you hear anything from them that stood out in particular to you? Well, there, one thing um, is the antagonism and the kind of anti-Christian sentiment mm. on these reservations, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I don't didn't know that. Mm. I, you know, I just thought there's kind of a complacency. I grew up where I grew up in Nebraska was just a few miles away from the Winnebago Reservation and the Omaha Reservation. Mm. In fact, the farm I grew up on, my family farm, used to be Indian territory wow. that had been taken away wow. from the Indians, um, and so my. My contact uh, was somewhat minimal, but it was mm. what it was. It was there when I was growing up. Mm. We, we used to play football against the the, the teams, you know, from, huh. from the, the reservation. I was not aware of the of this growing, it's probably a growing sentiment among the uh, Native Americans to maintain their culture, right. the pride, mm. their identity, and but that has led to a very anti. Christian, because that's viewed as a, Jesus is viewed as a white man's God. Right. Um, they've got some major obstacles that they, uh, that the mm. believers in Jesus Christ, Native Americans, have to overcome mm. just in that alone. Right. Well, so, I mean, so do believers too. I mean, the, the history that we have as right. white Christians coming and just all of the, the damage that has been done there to, you know, culturally mm. and and you know hmm. we have a lot of bridges to to rebuild and, and relationships yeah, to, there's a lot to, of mistrust yeah right so which is which is um, that that's another whole segment maybe right, right, with uh, yeah. right. with the missions <laughs> guys now you see the problem of us trying to keep it brief and not yeah. decide yeah what well to yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> going to, you're going to have even a greater problem yeah, if yeah. I'm no, coming uh, uh, no that's good it's a good problem it's a good problem well that's why I'm excited about what we've been talking with Scott and Jim our, our global missions pastors uh, about them starting a channel like this where right where they can have those conversations and Scott can share his heart about what he's feeling about the the native american mm. and really the failure of the church to reach our own the people in our own country right. um and, and things like that just recapping trips and telling stories and kind of filling that what we really wanted from last week of hearing stories and mm-hmm. and and but giving them an opportunity to share so look look for that that channel coming in the next you know hopefully a few weeks and let's not forget uh, jesus told his disciples in acts to um be my witnesses in mm-hmm. Jerusalem, mm-hmm. Our, mm-hmm. our own home area, yep. Judea and Samaria, kind of a broader regional area, 
and to the uttermost part of the world. Right. Mm. Um, so th- these uh, th- these potential ministries into the tribal regions in their own countries, kind of the Judea Samaria area, mm. while we're also focusing on um, just our own local right. uh, outreaches. So mm. yeah, it's um, it, it's a daunting task yeah. that, that lays ahead, which mm. is which is what I appreciated about that uh, uh, Thessalonians passage. Sure. Um, that I, what, what, struck out, what, what struck me uh, in preparing for th- this last Sunday's m- message was this kind of an, almost an outline mm-hmm. of, uh, of, a, of, a good, of a good missions program. But right off the front in Thessalonians in chapter 2 was this idea, and it's one of our core values in, in our global missions, is endearing and enduring relationships, mm. where Paul says, um, you know, he, um, uh, you, I, I wanted to come to you. I couldn't, but I'm very eager. I, we desire to see your face. Um, for who is our hope and joy and crown or exaltation? It's not even you in the presence of the Lord Jesus that is coming. For you are our glory and our joy. Hmm. Um, I think that um, uh, that stood out to me because when we see these folks come, and we might not have seen them for two years, hmm. they are our joy. I mean, yeah. uh, we, we partner together. And, and they're not perfect. And they know we're not perfect. <laughs> but we're in this global gospel venture together. Hmm. Um, there is such, um, I think, a connection which moves our missions program, as we often have said, far more than just a map and a budget. Mm. And um, that Thessalonians passage, I thought, really um, captured that that mm. emotion, that affection, and well, that desire. It, and that's one of the thoughts I wrote down during the service when you were kind of breaking down Thessalonians. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned we aren't just checking up on our missions program by them coming here. They're also checking up on us. Mm-hmm. What is our home church doing? What are, what are, What can we partner with them in, and how can we all you know work on that global venture together? And so I, I think that's really great. I want to almost pivot and, and break down this passage more and find out, okay, well, how can we go from, you know, goodbye missionaries to hello neighbor? How can we apply what we've learned this week? Uh, but before we do, I do want to shout out just a few listeners. Um, you guys can uh, write in over at fbcva.life slash Sherman Spotlight. And so Ed wrote in, he said, uh, love the new podcast concept. I listen on the car. Uh, in the car on Apple CarPlay. Thank you so much um, for listening. Martha wrote in. She said, uh, blessed to have this podcast as a source of spiritual support. Thank you guys. And Simon from Kenya, uh, he wrote in saying, I'm learning a lot from you guys. So thank you guys for being a part of the podcast beyond us here in the booth. You guys can find us online. And so I just think that's an excellent option for us to look back on the weekend and figure out, okay, where do we go from here? Truly, where do we go from here? And so how can, Mark, how can we apply um, this idea of a global venture together as we em- enter into this season of, of FBC? Well, first of all, I think, um, and maybe not first of all, no necessarily mm-hmm. order, yeah. but I think that people can, they come away from this and saying, um, how can I be um, a greater part of this? And so it's, mm. it's when, when you sit and, and meet uh, a Simon and Ruth Yako, or uh, you know a, a Michael and Bernard uh, Boone, or, or, or mm. Cedric and Pauline Chippendale. You, you, there's that face-to-face connection, and it. I think it elicits from us this desire. We need to pray for these people because these are real people in real situations. So prayer. Yeah. Um, don't ever underestimate the power of of, of a praying church right. for mm. its missionaries. Um, um, and of course uh, the the. Gaining greater knowledge, um, so that means um, 
doing your research. What What is going on in, in Nigeria? What's happening with the Boko Haram, the, the Fulani herdsmen that are coming around the Christians and are, 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 are killing the believing community here? I mean, mm. this is all-out warfare. Mm. Um, so research it. Gain, yeah, yeah, expand yeah. your understanding of what's going on in the world, where, where these people are living and dying. Uh, so prayer and, and then increasing your, your knowledge. And then it's, it's, and it's things like this, like the, um, mm-hmm. the Global Missions um, prayer um, uh, calendar. Yep. Uh, it's a tool that is used um, mm. for something like that. But I think a third thing is we may never go um, right. to these places. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing that a, a missions week does, it brings to light the fact that no matter where we are in the country, there's people who need to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all these people are doing in the overseas. Right. They're just sharing Jesus right. with neighbors and people they work with and building the church. That's exactly the same thing we're doing here. Um, we're just helping them with resources and, and encouraging them. Mm. Um, the same thing is happening here. So the, the other thing that I think people at FBC can take away from is uh, from all this is who, uh, and Scott Sandmeyer often says this, um, uh, missionary activity begins right here at home. Mm. I am a missionary <laughs> right here. Uh, we, are, mm. we live in a world that is antagonistic and mm-hmm. does not know Jesus in darkness, and it's right under our own nose. Yeah. We are ambassadors for Christ right here at home. Mm-hmm. So the question ultimately is, I may never go to right. um, Africa or India or um, Latin America, but I'm, God has placed me here. Mm-hmm. So who are the people I need to be ministering right. to just to, to share Christ? Mm-hmm. And related to that is, I think that starts again with prayer, and it starts with also equipping myself with um, some simple uh, gospel presentations tools, mm-hmm. so so that it becomes right. natural to us. How many times have we said, and ourselves probably, and talked with other people that said, "I, I didn't know what to say. I don't know what yeah. to say." Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. learn what to say. That, that that's <laughs> right. no excuse. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something really valuable that I learned in college when I was involved with with Crew uh, Campus Crusade for Christ is developing kind of your testimony, your mm-hmm. your story, and having a having a minute long version, having a, a five mm. ten minute long version, then having one that's for like a a big long conversation where mm. you can kind of share your own your own experience with Christ and with the Word and with believers that. Uh, People are, are. It's much more difficult to challenge someone's experience and and somebody's sure. personal relationship with something uh, than it is to go in with this apologetic and and not saying that apologetics isn't important. I think we should no. know those things right. for when those questions come up. But as far as like a personal relationship, a personal conversation, being prepared to know how to communicate mm. what Christ has done for you and for us and and doing it in that <clears throat> that real personal interaction. And, and, um, and I think also just learning how to ask questions. You don't have right. to give answers. Yeah, yeah. Just ask questions. Um, so you engage people with, uh, um, you know, they, they'll throw out a comment or, or about mm-hmm. life and just say, so, so, so where do you go with that? You know, mm-hmm. like when, you know, they're going through a right. rough time or something. Do, do, you have, um, do, do, do you have a relationship with God? Or do, do, you know, do you pray right. about those things? Or is prayer important to you? Or, you know, so you ask questions mm-hmm. and you just engage people with yeah. questions. You don't mm-hmm. have to... 
you don't have to dump the whole load on people on the first encounter. <laughs> right. In fact, most people probably don't lead people to Christ, right. but they're planting the seeds. Yeah. Right. They're sowing right. and planting. Someone is going to come along by in mm. God's sovereign grace yeah. and will share the good news in a, in a didactic, uh, direct sort of way, and that will open their eyes, and they'll they'll trust Christ. Mm. But we may not be the ones doing that. We are, we're sowing the mm. seeds and asking the question, and that's okay. Right. So I think that's another takeaway is that so learn your own story. Be, be able to yeah. package it in a way, um, mm. and then just go out there and be sensitive with your spiritual radar up sure. to the people you're, you probably did that all the time at, at yeah. uh, JMU. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. similar to his experience with crew, you you have to be tactical and intentional with how you're interacting with people because you're in this world, but not of it. Yeah. Um, and, and I liked what you said just about these missionaries. I mean, yes, they're in a foreign land, but this is not a foreign concept, what no. they're doing. Uh, and I think another application for us as a church is appreciation. We belong. We're, you're seeing, you saw your family this week. If you were played any part of Global Church Week and you're struggling with doubt or a sense of belonging or if this is the right church for you, you saw the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You're a part of it. You belong. Um, we did communion. Mm-hmm. I partook in the body of Christ with Nigerians. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of people in this country that get to do that. And so I, I just think it paints a beautiful picture. At the same time with Kenyans and people right, from India right. and Latin America. I mean, I, mean, I, and, I can't and, list all the countries and all the people. Even yeah. last week, we were trying to recall who all's here. We just gave up. We're like, there's so many people here. Yeah, it, uh, it, it was a real yeah. special time. Yeah. No mm. question about that. I'd say one other thing, too, yeah. in terms of practical application. Um, um I, again, I appreciate Scott Satmeyer mm-hmm. as our local uh, mm-hmm. outreach pastor, and there's opportunities like at Corals Elementary School where we, you can get engaged with uh, with children in a mentorship type thing. And it's it's not that you're not just going there and and shoving the Bible down these little kids. You're right. loving them. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't. A lot of them. They don't know what love is. Right. They're bounced around from right. home to home, mm-hmm. uh, grandparent to grandparent. Yeah. Who, who you know because mom and dad are, might be in jail. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity to just love on people. So that's an opportunity. We've got, uh, uh, put a little plug in. We've yeah, got, you know, hey, look at here. we got Follow the Star the, yeah. coming up here that uh, first full weekend in December. And FBCers have opportunities to to um, participate in, all, in a wide variety of ways. And again, no, you might not be, you might be there with, with one of the donkeys holding them in the <laughs> right. cold of the right. night. <laughs> But you're participating right. in the broader right. opportunity because you know mm-hmm. people are going to go through there and they will hear yeah. the, the gospel. Mm-hmm. And there there yeah. will be people in that tent uh, eating the cookies who are mm-hmm. moving about and are going to engage people. Uh, we shared a, a story on Facebook, I think it was yesterday, uh, of Jose was talking about uh, a kid that he had met that came to Christ eventually. And, and just inc- I don't know if you guys saw that, but mm-hmm. go and watch that. It's, he did a great job in like a minute and a half of, of saying just that, of all of the people who were involved in this mm-hmm. this Follow the Star event, you might not have any interaction with somebody directly, or right. you might not even be at the event if you just bake cookies or pray or do whatever. Right. But but as a church, as Fellowship Bible Church coming together to, to reach our community, this is a, a pretty incredible opportunity. Uh, and and lives are lives are being changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it reminds me that there is kind of this principle that sometimes the the, the whole is 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 greater than the sum of the parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we are all. It's that concept of the body that the mm-hmm. Apostle Paul does. But you take an event like Follow the Star, and right, we may oh, I just bake cookies or whatever. Right. No, it's all part. You yeah. are part 
of this larger whole right. that God is using the whole larger part mm. to accomplish that purpose of proclaiming the good news yep. of Jesus Christ in this community. Yep. And uh, it's the it's it, Ephesians four. It's the proper working of each individual part mm-hmm. that is is causing mm-hmm. this whole thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, never underestimate what you may think is a small part. Yeah. Even just showing kindness mm-hmm. to to a uh, to a neighbor, mm-hmm. um, to to a classmate at school. I mean, man, you, 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 if kids happen to be listening to this or students out there, um, don't underestimate the, the the kindness that you can show. Mm-hmm. To a classmate who's being bullied or who's sitting alone or or or, or whatever, mm. um, we are salt and light mm. in this world, mm-hmm. and um, uh, mm. it, these are dark times. Uh, so so that I think those all of that is stirred up even more at yeah. a missions week. Sure, uh, because we see what they're doing. Right. And maybe sometimes what we're not doing, and, but it, but it, <laughs> right. it, it, it's a kick in the rear end sometimes yeah. mm. uh, that motivates us. Yeah, mm. I really sure. really appreciate That's it. That's good. That's good. Ashton, I'm coming your way. What can yeah. we what can we plug or mention before we get out of here? Yeah, so just following that, follow the star. Mm-hmm. We're full force this month, trying to get drama teams together and cookies baked and all of the pieces that come together. And we've made it really easy for you to look at all of the options available, uh, fbcva.life slash follow the star, or you can just go to dot life and you can, you'll see it right there at the, at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, find links for invitations that you can print off. You can grab those invitations or if business cards and posters and stuff, yard signs in our lobby. Next time you're in the building, feel free to grab as many of those as you want. And, uh, Sign up to serve online. Um, we've got a lot of spots open for that. Again, that's December 7th and 8th. Um, we'll, we'll have all these links in the show notes of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then continue to be a part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, continue mm-hmm. to reach out to us with questions or comments on the, the sermons. Um, each week we'll be doing mm-hmm. this on Tuesday mornings and, and posting it shortly after. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have something? Well, and speaking of yeah. which, starting next week, yeah. Um, we've, we've put this focus on uh, more the written word the yeah. last yes. number of weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the next kind of number of weeks as we go through into Christmas is going to be on the living word right. and words of Jesus, uh, 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 sentences or phrases, things that Jesus said while he was on earth that were incredibly mm. impactful. So we're going to be doing that week after week, mm. starting next week with just kind of an overview yeah. from John 1. In the beginning was the word. Mm. And the word became flesh, and mm. what, what, what's that whole concept mean? So, Good. gotta love those transitions, yeah. those themes, uh, just kind of flowing, right? Yeah, in the next. No, it's, it's a great job. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, yeah, very no, much between to, the three of us, we have a burning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. A lot to look forward to in the weeks ahead as you guys continue to listen. Please check out our YouTube channel, Fellowship Bible Church and Sermon Spotlight. We're up there. You can take us on the go on all your favorite podcast apps. Um, Mark, thank you so much for coming, man. Yeah, we hey, appreciate it. Hey, it's the rose between the thorns. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, it definitely is. <laughs> wow. Uh, the right. fact of the matter, oh. guys. Or, or the thorn. Uh, the <laughs> no, you, I think that was a Freudian slip there. It, it was the rose between the thorns. It wasn't yeah. Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm mad. laughs> All right, can I try this again? I want to try my outro again. You're oh, right? yeah. Okay. You, okay. You got it. It's your show, man. We're, this is, we're keeping all this in. We don't edit stuff out. The fact of the matter, guys, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love and God bless. <laughs>